Welcome to tonight's episode of News and Trend with Dave and Len. This is David Coker of Dave Mark Inc. and promoter, um, manager of um, artists and a lot of other things that I do. I, I don't want to talk too much about myself, along with my partner. Yep, and this is Leonard Young, uh, CEO of National Black Guide, black media specialist, and all-around good guy. Good. Hey, how are you doing, sir? Good, good. No, no complaints. What about you? How, how was you? I was about to say Christmas, but <laughs> how, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving went very well. Um, you know, I got a chance to eat and be merry, you know, before the holidays come and hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully, uh, be able to make it to the next holiday, you know, but I had a, oh, I had no, a decent you, day. You're talking about you, you hoping yeah. to make it to Christmas? I'm hoping to make it to okay. the next one, you All know, right, so. Yeah. Definitely. What about you? Um, mine, mine was good. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I, I ended up kind of going on a trip, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it was a great trip. So had a lot of fun and a, a lot of sun and, you know, made, made it back safely. I, I didn't catch COVID. My, my, all my tests were negative. Okay. So, you know, everything was good. No complaints. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, you know, some of us had to stay grounded, but uh, it must be nice to go on trips and everything. Yeah, but, but you, you, you said you don't like to travel, though. No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not big on travel right now, but okay. you know, I do like to travel from time to time. But, gotcha. but, um, uh, I'm glad you got a chance to get away. You probably needed it, right? Yeah, always. Okay. All right. Well, since we talked about you know, the trip and not catching COVID and everything, mm-hmm. I guess we can just go ahead into our first topic, which happens to be since Thanksgiving uh, week, we've learned of a new variant um, of COVID called Omicron. And apparently this variant is supposed to be the most infectious one yet. Now, don't we hear that every variant? Yeah, <laughs> I guess we're right. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we, we heard that about the Delta variant, and I know I'm I'm getting scared because every time they come out with these these different names, I I heard a joke the, on TV the other day. They were talking about the Delta variant, and they were saying how the Delta airline people are probably happy that this is called Omicron, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, so so they can so they can get them off their backs right now, right. you know. And, so and, and real quick, did you hear about um? Trending, people are calling it the Omarion virus. Yes, yes, so, I did hear, I did hear that. As a matter of fact, the first time I ever heard of it, somebody mispronounced yeah. it as the Omarion um, and, variant. And, and, and I can't lie, the first time I heard of it, I, I mispronounced it too. I called it the, um, mm, I can't even think what I called it, but it wasn't the, uh, uh, what is it? <laughs> Omicron. Omicron. Yeah, yeah, Omicron. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's crazy because right now we're at this point that we, that could be a lightning rod is one of those things that you don't talk about. As a matter of fact, I think we mentioned it in our yeah. last show, but it's kind of hard not to talk about it. And, and especially with this new variant coming out. Um, I know I was, I was taking a look and they were talking about the scientists are, are not even sure whether the vaccines that we've already had and the booster and all of this stuff is going to work against this particular variant. Um, it's it's just uh crazy. They're doing the testing now to try to find out if it if it's going to be effective or whether they're going to have to come up with something else. Is this our life now? Is this where we're going to be? Yeah, and I mean th- th- that's a great question because I mean think about it. So right now we've been wearing masks probably all well you know probably come March almost two years, 
And, you know, it, it's so funny to hear people like for me, it's always funny to hear people talk about wearing masks on TV shows and in music because it's like, oh, you know, this, this is real. And, you know, when when coronavirus first hit, I always thought it was so unique when you'd watch TV and if people weren't wearing masks, you're like, OK, like this was shot before coronavirus. If people are wearing masks. So, you know, I almost feel like it's that tipping point where. I don't feel like anything is ever going to be the same. And if these variants keep on coming faster than these vaccines are coming, or, you know, even if they're not coming. So if you have the vaccine, then if you hit an unknown variant on a vacation, I mean, I, I, like it doesn't really do anything, right? That's true. It, it, it's, it's scary because when you look at, when you look at the way these things are set up, these, uh, these vaccines and everything. And then, you know, I guess, you know, we just thought COVID was going to be the one that we were going to be dealing with. And then, bam, we get right. Delta. Right. Now we're in Omicron. Right. And it does, it seems to just be a list. We're going to go through all the Roman yeah. numerals, yeah. you know, and all of that stuff because it's, it's, it's not going anywhere. I think it's something that's here to stay. And I know even when we went through the last what I consider pandemic type situation with HIV and, and those type of things, the, the HIV thing hit and, you know, they started coming up with ways to control it and whatever. And they managed to be able to control it since then. But this whole thing with what we're doing now and all the different vaccines that they're trying to get. And, uh, it's, it just looks like we're never going to be rid of this. Yeah, never, ever. And, um, you know, I know a friend of mine, brother was staying with her for six months and he, he's from the DR. So he, he went home recently, um, last month, I think it was, uh -huh. he said, to the DR where he lived with his wife. He got home and got sick. And unfortunately, he passed away last week. Oh, wow. You know, from COVID. Wow. And, and so now that they're looking at it, my friend was saying that in looking at everything that they're wondering whether this could be something that might came from this new variant or whatever, because after all, in these foreign countries, and of course, I, we didn't say earlier, this variant is originating in South Africa right. and Africa area. And so, we don't know just how widespread it's gotten yet, you know, other than what's being reported. But do we truly, truly, really know? You know, uh, I know I was in the uh, hospital last year um, in February uh, last year and I was in for a weekend. And I remember a guy came in and he was complaining that he was having issues and so forth and that he lost his sense of smell and. And, and keep in mind, COVID hadn't been right. in Delaware, right. reported in Delaware yet. No, no cases. No yet. cases yet, right? This is February. So, um, it was early February on top of it. And so the guy's doing all this talking and whatever about, and the doctor's looking at him like he's crazy. He said, well, we can't find anything wrong with you and whatever. So I remember he was still complaining when I left. Now that I look back at everything and see what the, the COVID, um, what the symptoms were and everything. Mm -hmm. That guy had COVID. I bet you he had COVID. 
and and it hadn't been reported. Well, you, you, know, you know, like now that I hear you say it, there were a lot of people the Christmas season prior mm-hmm. to 2020 yeah. who complained about symptoms such as, you know, those COVID symptoms. Because I, I, I remember a lot of people saying, you know what? And I mean, they might have been paranoid too, but a lot of people were like, I think I had COVID last Christmas, last Thanksgiving, which is right. possible because... You know, uh, so my son caught COVID last year. Uh, he had no, he, I guess he was asymptomatic, but, you know, so I'm sure it had been around and it probably wasn't until, you know, some of those death numbers started adding up right, right. that, um, you know, people even noticed. And, you know, going back to what you said about the DR, so um, over Thanksgiving, <laughs> so over Thanksgiving, I just happened to go to the DR too. But when we looked at the travel advisory um, for the DR, nobody from the DR can come to the United States. So, yeah, so I mean, as of right now, no non-US citizen can come to the United States. So- And this was, what? when did they post it? Um, so I'm not sure. I know when I looked last week, Monday or Tuesday, you know, cause I, I wanted to make sure we were safe to go over and come back. Um, that's what it says. So depending on how long your friend would might've stayed, if they were not a US citizen, they wouldn't have been able to come back right now anyway. Well, they were born in the United oh, States, okay. so, so they American. lived over. They lived okay. in DR. So are, are they a citizen or? Well, uh, I, I, I think they. I don't know if they had dual citizenship or whatever, but he lived in the DR, and his wife is from the DR. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, right, no. guys, so they, they could probably go. But back he was born here in the states. So, all right. Well, you know, COVID. You know, like I said, it's going. It's it's here to stay. Matter of fact, and uh, I'm going to jump into our next. Um, subject, which is, uh, well, we're still talking about COVID, but I just wanted to jump into the little sports thing right quick because right now the Dallas Cowboys and everybody who's listened to the show know that's my, uh, favorite team. And of course I'm kidding about that. Um, they, but they, they, they almost like your arch name. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand, I can't stand them anyway. The I say it every show. So everybody should know by now that's been listening to us. Um, but their head coach currently has been uh, tested positive for um, COVID and won't be allowed to coach in tomorrow night's game, along with eight other people in that organization. And um, I think I saw today at least two of them were players. It could be more. The rest of them could be staffers. But they said at least eight other people in that organization has um, COVID right now or tested positive for COVID. So you can see this thing is really deep. And they're not the first team because it's hit almost every team in the league so far um, as far as the COVID um, numbers have gone, um, just not some necessarily so many at one time. So I just wanted to bring that up just to say. And, of course, uh, both the Eagles, and I will bring my team up, um, upset, but the Eagles and the Cowboys both lost over the Thanksgiving weekend, so they have nothing to be thankful for. Um, as far as football is concerned anyway. Right. So, all right. So I just wanted to bring that up. All right. Moving along. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some entertainment. Um, there's been a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting couple of weeks as far as entertainment is um, concerned. Leonard, did you get a chance to watch the Soul Train music? No, I, I, I did not. Oh, okay. That's probably because you were you know, busy. So, you know, but it was a great, great show. I tell you, uh, Tashino Arnold and Tisha Campbell were the hosts. That was their fourth time hosting. They actually are also the producers of the show. And the show was very, very well done. I will say that from start to finish. 
the Silk Sonic opened the show with their okay. new song. They yeah. got a new song. It's called Fly As Me. It's hot. Oh, no, no. What, was that the one you sent me the lyrics to? Um, it was like this bitch. No, 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 no. That, gotcha. No, no. That's got me smoking. That's called smoking, um, oh, yeah, out, smoking the out the window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They closed the show with that one. Did they? Yeah, okay. they closed the show with that one. But the, this fly as me is hot. I, okay. I like it. And one thing about the Silk Sonic thing is that they taking it back old school, but they're doing the dance moves. Uh, yeah, they got yeah, everything, yeah, they you know. They and they won um like three awards that night, man. Yeah, of fact. They, they, they almost so, like a an old, album of the year, matter of fact. They almost like old school with new lyrics. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, and, and they play it out. Now. They play it out well too. And and you know each like Anderson Pack and. and and Bruno Mars, they got it. They, they, and they work well. You yeah. can see they just work well together. Yeah. But it was a great show. Um, Maxwell was honored with a legendary, uh, with a legends award. The guy did like a mini concert, man. He must have did like his, his big hits. He was out there killing it, man. I was like, did I just pay for this? Right, <laughs> you right. know, so one thing about Maxwell, have you ever seen Maxwell? Yep. I, I saw him live and he Ooh, said he put on he, a show though. Yeah, he had a show. Yeah, he he he's he's worth every penny. If you ever get a chance to see him, folks, go see him. Maxwell is the truth. And Ashanti was um given a, a Queen of Soul award. Boy, did she put on a show and I have to say, she looked great. I ain't gonna lie. She <laughs> did. Woo, did she look good. Anyway, um But I mean you, you know with that said, I, I can definitely say like Ashanti always looks good and yeah. You know, I I can say she stays low drama. Yeah. She, um, she performs. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you follow her on Instagram. No, no. But no. if you say she looked great, check out her Instagram page because she looked great on Instagram yeah, too. Okay. Um, she kind of reminds me, uh, Ashanti and Mary J. Blige. They stay very under the radar, but as far as fashion and style, oh, yeah. Yeah. and you know, just kind of like you know, putting the you know, putting those pictures on the the internet that break the internet. Yeah, yeah. You know, both both of them definitely stay on top. Well, of their no, all Mary got to do is put a hat on. And yeah, and, yeah. And, and, you know, because <laughs> right. Mary, nobody can wear a hat like Mary wears a uh-huh. hat. And and, and um, cause I watch um, I watch um the show that she's on um Power, uh, Power uh, yep. Book Two, and she she she, she oh, yeah, she's she, straight she, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she's she straight. No joke. And the makeup flawless, everything flawless. You and, know, and I, I tell you what, when I was in DR, I saw her on another what. Um, she played on something else prior to Power Book. Okay. And, um, almost like a detective with a, uh, like a partner. And it's funny cause she still had that same, I mean, she wasn't Monet, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, like she, she's actually a good actor. And it, it's funny because I actually had to kind of remove myself from knowing her as Mary J. Blige just to look at the acting. But I mean, like her, her acting is on point. Well, she said that she goes to a place that, when with the acting that she she a lot of it's personal you right. know so the character she plays she puts a lot of herself into mm-hmm. so that's why she's able to come across the way that she does but it was a great show um they had a lot of new artists that perform one of my favorite parts of the show every year is when they do they call it the soul cypher mm-hmm. and they have people sing they're like singing you know, the cypher is supposed to be a rap, rap. type mm-hmm. thing, but they do, they take a song and then they sing parts of the song and, um, um, they killed it on the cypher. It was really, they had new artists and they had old school artists like Music Sang and El Warner and a couple other people, but it was just, it was just hot. The show was great. So when you get a chance to see yeah, it, I, I definitely, definitely check it out. out. And I, go I, ahead. I was going to say too, um, speaking of, uh, to Sheena Arnold and, 
Um, Tisha Campbell. Yeah, Tisha Campbell. They go way back. They go way back. And, you yeah, know, like, yeah. I was just thinking now because um, I, I forget what I was watching. It was like a documentary. And I think it was a, the documentary was about both of them. Not only were they in, like, little shops of horror, you know, way, way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, it talked about their friendship. And it said that one of them got a gig in, like, France or Paris. And they would not sign the contract unless the other one could come. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, they, they both sing. They're both, yeah. you know, so they're I mean, both funny as I mean, you know, it, it's definitely good to see that they just stayed together. Their friendship spans right. over 40 years. A uh, matter of fact, yeah, it's funny crazy. that you said what you just said, because they were on Wendy's show today with Leah Remini um, was the host. OK. And uh, well, well, uh, Wendy Williams show. The, the and, person formerly known as yeah, Wendy Williams. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Tisha Campbell was on the show, I should say. And her and Leah Remedy also have a great friendship, too, over 20 years. But they talked about it. They showed the picture of her and Tashina Arnold when they were 14 years old, and they're together at a at an audition. Oh, I, I, yeah, I yeah, that. yeah. I that. And you know, and you can see they look, you can, they still look like themselves, but they just look like younger versions. And she just talked about how they actually have competed for the same part, and that it was never a competition. It was always, well, if I don't get it, I'm glad you got it. Right. That type of thing. And so they've been. You know, that's a friend, that's a Hollywood friendship that's actually endured for a very yeah, long definitely. time. So, and, and even on the Soul Train Music Awards, um, Tisha uh, Campbell was performing and dancing and everything and she had a messed up knee. <laughs> so she was out there performing and when you see her, these two dancing, they did an opening number. I don't know how she got through that. She said she was in so much pain or whatever. But the next day, she had surgery to have a knee replacement. Oh, wow. Okay. And she's on the show today talking about she had just had this knee replacement. So I, I, I guess she figured she was going to get it all out. She, she was going to mess up her knee as much as possible before they, they she went said it, she said She said she did it for the vine. <laughs> and, and I, I'm, 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 I'm not mad about yeah. it because, you know, even if we think about it, and, I mean, we personally don't know the life of a professional athlete or professional actor. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, how do you take time off as a an actor during during a movie shoot? You know, sports sports are a little bit different because yeah. you know you either gonna take time off or your body's gonna give you some time yeah, off. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. But I mean, I'm I'm sure there are a lot of performers who are just performing under pressure, performing hurt. You know, well, when that. you figure if if you don't do it, somebody else is yeah. gonna do it. Oh, yeah, so definitely. so um, I know with her. And, you know, for her and Tashina to have the careers that they've had all these years, because they've been relevant basically since we first seen them. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I, the first time I ever saw them was Little Shouts of Hard. They, you know, then you saw Tisha Campbell on the House Party movies. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they end up on Martin together. Yeah. And um, Tashina Arnold has been on like maybe, what, yeah. three or four different series. Everybody hates Chris. And, yeah. You know, she's been on yeah, and no, all she, successful she, she's been series. Working. She's been working, and Tisha Campbell has been working, right. you know, my the whole time. Kids, yeah, I know. They're one of my favorite shows, too. I'm telling you, she, they both have stayed yeah. very busy. So, yeah. and even right now, you know, um, what you going to, uh, Tashina Arnold's on The Neighborhood, and, and Tisha Campbell is, she's on this new animated series on Netflix. Um, so she's staying busy still, you know, so they're both busy, and she was talking about a movie that she's in. So, but, 
you know, that's the entertainment uh, world that we're in today. But I wanted to make sure I brought up the Soul Train Music Awards because it's the only awards that is dedicated really to R&B mm. music, which right. is about us, you know. And, you know, and I really thought they did a great job this weekend. That was that was very good. So if anybody who hadn't seen it, got it, had, um, wanted to see it, check it out. I'm telling you, you really enjoy it. Um, moving on and still talking about Hollywood. I wanted to bring up something that I, speaking of Pam and Gina, you right. know, so, um, and, and matter of fact, uh, Tisha Campbell was asked about, uh, would there ever be a reboot of Martin? Of Martin. And she, and she basically put it out there. No, we would never do it because we're missing a very big oh, part yeah, of the show. Tommy. She said, without Tommy Ford, there's no right. show. And she said, you know, even though we had the other main characters, Tommy was a very important part of the yeah, show, definitely. and we couldn't do it without him. Right. And so she kind of put it to rest that they would never do yeah, that and show. I, and I, I mean, I understand. And I mean, well, I, I'll let you go into. Well, you know, well, and where I was going with this, since, since since I brought that up, is Hollywood has decided that they're doing a lot of reboots of old TV shows. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got um, the Wonder Years. We got garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I did not like. But did that. you watch the original Wonder Years? Yes, and, and I, I love the yeah, original I, I like Wonder Kevin, Years. Kevin, Winnie, you know all them people. But so yeah, I, I call a picture of this one. And I'm like, okay, is this a comedy or a drama? Like it, it was too. Drama. Have you watched it? So I watched the first episode, yeah, and okay. I was like, I can't do it. Now I've I've only seen two, and and I'm trying to support it, but it's just why. Because I love the Wonder Years. I was a Wonder Year. I made my kids look at the Wonder Years. And matter of fact, my oldest son, when this show first, when they when first came on, he sent me a text and it was a picture of, of that show because he remember I made him watch the right. Wonder Years when the Wonder Years was on. And I thought that was the funniest thing on TV at the time. And, and you know, so my mother commented, why did they have to make it black? You know, so like, I mean, I, I get reboots, but then it's kind of like, okay. Well, they wanted to, I guess they wanted to give you another pr- perspective, but you know the executive producer, uh, director is, uh, is Fred Savage. The kid from the Wonder yeah. Years. So, you know, which kind of, yeah, I mean, you it, know, it, 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 it kind of makes you think a little bit, you know, right. and I, I guess they put him in, they put him in that position to try to get viewership. Right. But, you know, I just, I have, I feel it doesn't work. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah I, it I, I do. I tried to, I've tried to look at it. And it's not funny enough. And I, I don't like the kids in the yeah. show. They don't have that appeal right. that first habitat that the kids. Well, but, but you know what? I think another good question is, so when I liked the Wonder Years, I was probably 20 years or less. You know, I, I forget how old. Are we too old for that reboot right now? So, like, are, are, is there a younger generation of kids well, who are I'm liking Well, I'm sure it? there's some people that are liking it. And... And it's on, what's it on? Netflix? That's Netflix, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. So it's, it, you know, and it's on the channel that pe- the kids like to go to and all that stuff. So maybe, maybe other people are liking it. If you, people have any opinions, feel free to, to chime in, um, in our chat area. You can go ahead and put it in the chat. And again, you are listening to, um, News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Um, this, this, um, Tell us what you think about the reboots, because they're also going to do a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But they said that the reboot is going to be based on, I don't know if you heard this, the the reboot is going to be based on the opening song. 
of the show. So they're oh, going to okay. do like the show around that song. Gotcha. Yeah. So like I, I did see the, um, the teaser reel. Yeah. And it's, um, I don't know if you saw the teaser reel. He's like in water and, but they're playing and the he's song. on the throne or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah, but it's based on the song. And what happened that led Prior. him to get gotcha. into Bel Air? Yeah, yeah. So, well, you but, know, like I'll tell you, it's real funny because I remember um, on social media, I guess the director or the writer of and what, and what, what's it what, what's it called? Fresh Prince. Yeah, the Fresh Prince, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay, so um, the director or the writer, he had that teaser out prior to it going big, and I heard that Will actually picked it up. You know, so like somebody independently was making um, something that was very similar. Oh. And that allegedly, allegedly, mm. but, um, you know, someone making something very similar and then Will picked it up. And it, and like that's where it kind of got a lot of his press, because I remember three or four years ago, somebody sent me one of those videos on Instagram to repost. And I reposted it and Will Smith didn't have anything to do with it. It was almost like a an independent project. Oh, so, okay. You know, it, I didn't know anything about that. You know, yeah. it's kind of interesting how, how things like that transpire. Well, the whole thing is really interesting about how they're doing all these reboots and everything because it's amazing to me how they're finding out that people are, are interested in all these shows. I know there's another show that I watch now. I've seen a couple of these shows that have been rebooted. Dynasty was rebooted. Yeah, um, that that was actually pretty good. I, I watched that. Really? I, I, and I was a Dynasty fan. I, I love Dynasty. I, I was not a Dynasty fan, but Wifey was watching it. I watched it. It was, it was all right. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I I was wondering about. It. I'd never watched it. Um, but well, hold on. I, well, so let, let me ask this: Did Dynasty have a lot of color in it? No. Okay. And that's what that's what's throwing me okay. off. Yeah. Because so, so this one had a lot of color. I know in it did. Yeah. I, I I saw the. You know, I would always see the little teasers and whatever. Um, the trailers and whatever, but yeah, um, they only have one person of color on there. It was Diane Carroll. Ah, okay. yeah, yeah. So that's right. what's so interesting about what they got going on on there now. She didn't even have a husband on there. Yeah, but she 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 she, she did, and she was hooked up with somebody um, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> okay. get me don't get me gotcha. started. Okay. Um, but um, and then there's another really good reboot that's on. A lot of people may not have seen the original series, but there was a series called The Equalizer back in the 90s, and it was on for a few years, and it was a white guy who had these certain skills. He was an ex-CIA agent, and he was really good at being able to help people without, you know, being detected. You know, he wasn't, he was an ex-CIA agent, so he was doing a lot of things undercover. Um, well, then, I don't know... Denzel comes out and does two movies called The Equalizer that's based on that character in that TV show. Now there's another show that came out last year called The Equalizer with Queen Latifah in that part. And she's playing the same type of character based on the TV show and the movies. So actually, this reboot is actually pretty good. It's, it's, it was the number one rated um, new show last year. And it's on Netflix? Or it's, what, no, what it's is on it? regular channel. Oh, regular uh, TV. It's on okay. CBS, I think. or Yeah, CBS, gotcha. if I'm not mistaken. And uh, didn't, didn't they remake, what was the, the show with Della Reese? Was it Highway to Heaven? Didn't yes. They, um, yeah, Jill, Scott is, Jill okay. Scott is playing. Yeah. That, I knew that was, that was, I meant to say that earlier. Jill Scott is in a, a remake of Highway to Heaven. 
I actually watched like the pilot episode of it because I used to watch that show mm-hmm. when it was yeah, on. Yeah, me too. I used to watch um, it with my grandmother. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in terms of right. my grandmother would watch how it would happen. <laughs> you, on a, just, just real quick on a spinoff, mm-hmm. when I was with my grandmother, we watched Highway to Heaven, The Fugitive, which was my movie, right. I'm sorry, my series, The Fugitive, yeah. and Matlock. Well, you know, there's a reboot of Matlock too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so there's a there's a lot of reboots on there. So, uh, but yeah, I just find it uh, interesting that we have all these uh, reboots out out now. If you had a chance to reboot a show that you used to watch and you wanted to reboot it now, what show would that be? So, you know, that that's a tough question. Um, if anyone is listening to us now, they have a, a reboot they would want, you know, drop it in there yeah, and we'll, yeah. we'll either talk we'll about it, it. We'll okay. either talk about it or laugh about it, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you, well, here, I'll say this. One show that I would not want to reboot. I'm sorry. If it weren't for Damon Wayans, I'd just be like, I'm not even going to mess with it. So recently they, they announced a reboot for Different Strokes. Yeah, I did see that. With, yeah, I with, did with, see that. With Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart playing Willis. Yeah, no, I mean, playing Arnold. Arnold. Playing Arnold. And, yeah. and I mean, you know, like I saw that. And I, so I like Kevin Hart, but I, I don't like Kevin Hart. You know, it, it's kind of a toss-up. But I will say I like Damon Wayans, and I feel like he's funny and everything he's in. So I, I will watch the Different Strokes um, reboot based on Damon Wayans alone. Um, but if I wanted to have something that was remade, Whew, that really is a tough question. So I'm, I'm going to let you go to yours. I'm, I'm going to think about mine. Uh, okay. More. He wimping out on us, folks. Yeah. He wimping out on us. Okay. I, you know, I, I, right. I got to think All about right. this. Well, I, I have a show, and I, I really was feeling the show when it was on TV and everything. And I think it was a little bit be, before its time because it would fit right into today's time as well. New York Undercover. That was my show back yeah, then. Yeah, I mean that that was a that great was, show. That was you know the just the way they shot it. They had the the club with the music going on in the background. Right. They always had like the latest rap. Yeah, music they always said yeah. They always had the latest rap music and, and everything was hot on that show. Um, you know the characters were relatable. Um, you you know they were cool people. I would love to see them do a reboot of that show, but it has to. They have to make sure. That they had the right people playing the so, parts. So who who would it be? I mean, as of right now, like who who would you pick for those two roles? That's that's a good that's a good. Well, I don't know if you, you know who Anthony Ramos is. Uh, not all from man. Hamilton. He did that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington okay. Heights. Um, yeah, he could be he could be the um, uh, the Hispanic character that okay. was on the show. And then as far as the black guy, the black cop. I would say, well, I guess he would have to be somebody new and upcoming. You can't use a older guy, I guess, in that role. Right. But, I mean, I would like to see a Michael B. Jordan or somebody like that play that uh, part. But right. I don't think he would do TV like that. Yeah, you know? he probably wouldn't. No, he I probably don't. wouldn't do TV. But he would be somebody in that range or even, um, what am I thinking about? Um, someone like uh, the guy who's on All American. Um, um, 
British invasion. Yeah, the British. You wanted to. Yeah, here we go with the British <laughs> right. invasion people again. For anybody oh, they, that heard they, us. They, we can't get no American actors on here. I know, but they, isn't that strange? Yeah. I mean, you you think no. about it. You I was about to say you about to say Hedris after that, huh? I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say that, but um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of, well. Michael B. Jordan would be my first choice. I mm-hmm. think I think him and like an Anthony Ramos could do that. Could do that, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So um, I had a little bit of time to think, and uh, so I'm taking this all the way back. Uh oh, here we go. And you're gonna. <laughs> I already know you're gonna think it's crazy, but this okay. Uh, it's gonna be a oh. Mm. Okay, so it's going to be a toss-up between two. Now, (laughs) unfortunately, one of them, I don't see how they could replicate it. I don't know who it would be. But one of my all-time favorite shows that I think a reboot is impossible, Sanford and Son. I mean, like that, you know, Fred, uh, Red Fox. You know, well, if you look at Sanford and Son, and I'm going to throw in two other shows, well, Jefferson well, and 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 All in the Family, see, it would be hard. I, it'd be hard to bring any of those shows back yeah, now. And I, I would say All in the Family. I, I, I know, but I, I I'm just saying it. because right. of of what they talked about, yeah, and the you know the controversy around the subjects that they worked back during that time, yeah, they, but they work, but now you can get canceled real quick. Mm-hmm. For saying any of the right. stuff that they used to talk about right. on those shows, Sanford for the Sun was a great show, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, and like you can't do it out of red fire, right? Right. You know what and, I'm saying? And I can't even think of who that replacement would be. Now another show that I loved, and I was super young. <clears throat> that's my mama. Now, now that's that's what you know about that's my mama. Dave, that show's older than you, man. It's not older than growing up. We did not have cable. So, you know, TV, we, we didn't even have a VCR. I, like, I, my dad just, he was not a TV person. Mm. So I come on to school. That's my mom would be like one of the first things on. Now, what, this what, wait, hold on. That couldn't have been when the show was originally on. That had to be no, the no, reruns, it, right? It, it had to be. Well, hold on. Wait, hold on. I don't think, because the original show, that was, wasn't that the 70s? Yeah. 74 to oh. 75. So you were watching the rerun. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, maybe I'm not talking about That's My Mama. No, I'm not talking about Okay, that. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. okay, I'm sorry. Uh, that's my era yeah, right there. Okay. So. But I, I do remember watching that show, and, and I did like that show. So, okay. so my show is What's Happening. Oh, okay. That's a different, yes. okay, yes. What's Happening. Okay, What's Happening. Okay, uh, Okay. that makes yeah. sense. Okay, so... But even okay. then, you had to be watching. <laughs> yeah. You were no, watching not. reruns, right? So, so just now we looked up what's happening. It played from 1976 to 1979. So 1979, I was three years old. So yeah. yeah. So and, okay. and right around, and it's funny because the uh, that's my mama was right around the same time. So yeah, you know, it was. So, so and that's how come I, I'm over here looking at my partner over here like, hey, I watched that come <laughs> out. I was in school during that time. Right. So you know. So, um, but um. But yeah, both of those shows, yeah, those were. I think they tr- they did a couple reboots of what's happening. Yeah, you know, yeah, they I, did what's happening yeah, now like and did, whatever. You know, um, D from that show, she's real sick. Is she? Yeah, she's. Uh, she she I think last I heard she was very close to gravely ill. Oh wow. She had something going on with her brain, and um. 
Yeah. And you know, she she's a veterinarian doctor. Is she? Oh, yeah, wow. she became a vet. Yeah, Danielle Spencer. Oh look, she was born in New Jersey, not far from us. You Trenton. know, I mean, you know, it seems like there's a lot of famous people that live that came from New Jersey. Oh yeah, I'm sure. A lot of famous people lived in New Jersey. I was like, I, you know, I, I I never thought New Jersey was all that great until I see all these people that came out. <laughs> that well, came I out mean, of New those, Jersey. You know, those those taxes make a. I know it's expensive. Sky, it was really expensive. Property yeah, taxes. Yeah. So. You had to become famous in order to live in New Jersey, right? Right. Yeah, so, but, yeah, but see, what was the other one? You said two, right? Yeah, so, um, uh, uh, Fred Sanford one. Okay, oh, okay. And, and what's happening? And what's I, happening? Okay, yeah. all right, what's happening? And, and, you know, and, and D was like the best character on that. She'd be like, ooh, <laughs> tell her mama. And then yeah. they mess around, give her a lollipop, yeah, and she was that's cool. Right. Yeah, she, she was, she was really, she was really something on that show. Um, I, I also throw a caveat in there. I was a, a new, I was a Miami Vice fan, too. You know, you know I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, when we were talking, when you said New York Undercover, Miami Vice came Yeah, by. Yeah, but they basically, they basically were the same show. Yeah. Um, except, of course, Miami Vice had that glitz and glamour to it, yeah. you know, so, but, they could probably do Miami Vice now. So, but, but, um, but yeah, if anybody had any comments about the reboots that we just talked about or any that you wanted to talk about yourself, um, feel free to go in and put it in the comments or whatever. But we're going to move on. I see my man has another topic he wants to talk yeah, about. So, so I mean, um, the other day I, I saw this uh, post on Instagram that just talked about, you know, what a great job 50 Cent was bringing. A great job he was doing bringing a lot of young actors into the fold and, you know, developing young actors and talent and bringing back some of, you know, bringing back some, you know, famous people who we like in their acting roles. We already talked about Mary, Mary J. Blige. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, Dave, you, you kind of hooked me on to power. Right. Um, so I've been watching Power Book 2, BMF. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we kind of speak about those. We probably need to start speaking and about Razor Canyon. Yeah, Razor Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. In fact, we, we may have to have a little segment where we, yeah, you we know, talk speak about on the episode show. here yeah, yeah. without giving any spoilers. And, and, and shout out to Delaware because um, a couple of those shows have people that are from Delaware mm-hmm. acting on them and also um, producing. producing and directing on the show. So shout out to the Delaware um, it's a family uh, called the Fergusons, friends of mine. So I just want to give them a shout out. Okay, That's nah, right. I yeah, mean definitely. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, if, if you know him, bring him on the show. Cause what, uh, what was the dude's name? Well, uh, uh, you he went to jail. And oh he, yeah, he, he, um, he snitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, gosh, what was his name? Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> gotta look it up right yeah, quick. Gotta gonna, look it up. Um, but go go while you're looking that up. Go ahead and, and talk about what you already talked about. Yeah. So um, basically, well, you know, there's a lot of controversy out there because so one, you know, Fifty Cent's bringing a lot of great shows. He's developing a lot of actors. So I mean, like just some of the new actors he's brought about, like Michael Rainey Jr. You know, um, of course, Lil Meach and you know all of them. Right. But so like when, when I posted it, I'm thinking everything's you know good. People are gonna be like, yeah, you know, he's doing a great job. But you know, a lot of the comments were talking about you know Fifty Cent doing like I would we always hear the term drug dealer music. He's doing drug dealer TV. You know, shows that are kind of perpetuating the stereotype of shooting, killing, drug dealing. You know, kind of living that life. And, you know, for myself, I was kind of conflicted because, you know, we talked about it earlier, too, 
one, if he doesn't produce those, I would rather somebody of color produce those movies than somebody who is not of I, color. I was hoping that's where you were right? going with this. Yeah. And, and then two is kind of like, okay, so when when these people produce, um, and if anyone has any comments regarding this, you know, whether they think it's appropriate or not, but, you know, two is, you know, there's people who, like, when they produce the Godfather series, I'm sure nobody was, you know, knocking them. Well, maybe, but, you know, I think nobody was really knocking them for producing those movies because they knew that was entertainment. And I think, you know, for me, and this is one thing I always tell my kids, and one thing I feel myself, too, is you have to be able to recognize what's entertainment and what's true life. So, you know, when I listen to music, you know, I can listen to whatever music I want, you know, whether it's gangster rap, you know, whatever. And I'm not I'm not swayed by the content to go out and sell drugs. Right. Mm-hmm. When I watch 50 Cent and, you know, some of these other series, I'm not swayed to go out here and be shooting people and trying to take over corners and blocks, you know. So, you know, I, I think it's kind of hard to say. I mean, like. I think it's just a separation of, okay, some stuff is entertainment and then, you know, but we know what to do or not to do. Well, I, I agree with you and, and I see where you're going uh, with this whole thing, but I think that the whole, I think the whole thing is if we don't, if we're not the ones that's going to put it out there, like you started off saying, oh, and I just realized I wanted to make sure I, I gave the correct name. I said Ferguson, I meant Woodson. Um, what's the family name of the people that are uh, producing and acting in this show? Um, shout out to the Woodson family. Um, but I just wanted to um, to say that the white the white folks. <laughs> no, I had to I, keep it. I had to keep. I had to keep it plain. Dave, Dave, tell tell us how you really feel. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at it, like these major movies, American Gangster, uh, you know, a lot of the mob movies. Um, uh, I watched the uh, Godfather, uh, the Godfather of Harlem on TV when that series is on with um, Forrest Whitaker. That's also white produced. All this is about the same stuff. It's all about drugs. That was about Bumpy Johnson, one of the most notorious gangsters ever. And and they're going to tell the same stories. You know, they're going to tell the stories that we're trying to tell and so forth and so forth. Um, so why not have 50 Cent put it out there? And a lot of, like 50 Cent, this BMF um, show that he has out there is based on true, right. true story. And, you know, he's putting it out there and people are watching. I mean, he's made stars of a lot of people. Um, the people are tuning into his shows. You know, he's been given and he also has been given deals to p- develop other shows as well. Mm-hmm. Not just these type of formats, but this is what's opened it up for him. Right. You know, I mean. So he's not just a rapper. He's he's no different than Jay-Z. You know, but everybody loves Jay-Z, you know, but he's just doing things a little bit differently and he's putting he's putting these people in place. He's putting the actors in place to work and he's putting these shows out there for people to watch. And the actors that are working um you know, that's where that's where we are. I mean, you know, you can not like it or whatever because of what it per, um perpetuates but it's it is what it is it it is what it is so yeah so and, and you know I, I definitely agree you know I think there was um 
Oh, two bit. Yeah, yeah, two bit. Okay, two bit. Yeah, shout out. And to his Nolan. name is Ferguson, but the family that I, the friends of mine, their name is Woodson. So mm-hmm. that's so. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, you know, it was a lot of controversy, and I understand both points, but you know, it's kind of like okay, if my talent is producing and this is the genre I'm in, you know, I'm gonna want to produce what I know. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's almost like, okay, well, would we rather have 50% producing these movies or nobody producing them? Yeah. Well, you know, it's been interesting to see the story unfold. And, and the fact that they have one of the major players, one of the Flannery brothers' son actually in the show, you know, um, that says a lot because he's not only telling the stories, but he's using, you know, the, the son from yeah. one of the major players of the show. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, so, that, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really cool how how he did that and able to do that. So okay, okay. All right. Yep. And then you know, I also want to talk about so just recently, I think it was uh, today or yesterday. Um, you know, Rihanna was honored in Barbados as a national hero, which they say is kind of like the the highest honor that somebody can receive representing the country. And of course, you know, she does good work all over the world. And she, you know, she always shouts out Barbados and, you know, that's one of the reasons why she was honored. So, you know, I just want to kind of, kind of recognize that as well. Yeah. Well, it's hard not to want to recognize uh, Rihanna. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's, she's, you know, she's our Kim Kardashian, you know, type person, you know, she does what she, you know, she's making it in the in the makeup and beauty world. She's, of course, yeah. you know, now the, she hasn't released the album how long now? It's been, know, it's yeah, been it, a long it, time. It's been a minute. She yeah. don't need, but, but, but she don't need to. But, you know? I mean, she she uh, released, what, Plain Lines of the Lingerie yeah, yeah, and the yeah, makeup. Yeah. And you know, now sure she, she got, got, things she, got the new, she just unveiled the new pajama wear. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I yeah it's that. interesting because it's, it's getting a lot of controversy. Okay, because it has the butt, <laughs> right. I, you okay. Know, I said she must have talked to Prince about this one. Right, right. Um, um, okay. And then there's rumor that she's pregnant, right? Yeah, that, that is the rumor. Yeah, you know, so, uh, um, I, well, you know, that guy's probably smiling, you know, right about now. So, you know, uh, let me see. It so we're going to have a little Rihanna running around pretty soon, yeah. I guess. Or, or a little ASAP, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that the, that child probably will be a talented little person. Oh, yeah, so, no, you know, so definitely. Yeah. So be, be running around <laughs> here, uh, uh, children of privilege <laughs> around here. So, you know, you definitely can't help that. And, you know, so we, we're also talking about, so, um, over the weekend, I believe it was Sunday or Saturday, we heard that Virgil Abloh, had, uh, you know, passed away and, you know, it, it kind of sparked a lot of controversy because people were saying that, you know, I, I think he has some type of cancer, I think um, some type of rare cancer at that. And, you know, it sparked controversy because people were like, oh, you know, we didn't know. Why didn't we know? And, you know, I, I think a lot of the controversy just came around, you know, What's private is private. What's public is public. And people kind of started comparing Chadwick Boseman, how, you know, he had, you know, the mm-hmm. um, prostate cancer. Yeah. Nobody knew. How, like, so how, how do you feel about, you know, what information should be released to the public? What information should be held private? Um, and how should us people in the public respect the private lives and the private matters and the medical matters? of, you know, celebrities that we 
you know, revere so much? That's a tough question. Because if I was a celebrity um, and I was like a Chadwick Boseman and so forth, and I blow, and I a lot of people knew who I was. If I was really that sick, I would work as long as I could. But if I got too sick that I couldn't work, you wouldn't see me. I would, and I would probably withdraw. And probably just my family would probably know. And hopefully none of them are going and selling it to TMZ or someplace, right. uh, you know, to make money off of it. I mean, I thought the way the Chadwick went out was fitting and king-like. I mean, you know, he was stoic about the whole thing. He worked all the way up until the end. Um you know, that Ma Rainey movie that he did. Oh, yeah, excellent. You know, he, he you know, he worked and, and, and none of those people knew he was sick like that, uh-huh. you know? And just imagine the pain that he must have been in, you know, to yeah. do that. But then you got this situation with Ablo and, you know, um, I didn't, I, I have to admit, I didn't know much about him yeah, before either. this happened. But then when I look, when I started hearing the commentary come in and everybody was talking about him, I heard what Kanye had to say about him and him and Kanye were really, really close. And they did a lot of collaboration as far as the uh, fashion world was concerned. And some of the other people, Nick Cannon was talking about him this morning. That was, he was talking about how that was one of his guys and so forth, you know, so a lot of people have come out and talked about this guy and saying how great he was. And, but Nobody knew. Yeah, nobody knew. Nobody knew. And 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 so he managed to keep that to himself and he dealt with the fight on his own. And I guess, you know, if you're a person who has a certain sense of pride and a certain sense of um ownership in who you are, I guess that's the way you're gonna do it. I mean, yeah. you know, you're gonna keep it to yourself. You don't want people to feel sorry for you. You don't want to have a pity party or any of that type of stuff. So I'd rather go out with people seeing me for who they always saw me as, right. as opposed to, oh, like man, kind of you know, out the yeah, game. yeah, you know, because it's, it's, you know, look, I, my family had been ravaged by cancer. Um, my mother was one of uh, 12 kids and, and every last one of them died of, cancer and then my father's side of family was my father was six one of six and five of them died of cancer so when you when you look at it um it's it's one of those things that you most families don't want to deal with and and it's a hard thing to deal with especially if you watch somebody just wilt away right. you know and fortunately enough i didn't have to go through that with my mother but I saw that with some of my aunts and uncles. So, and it's, it's a tough thing to go through. So I, I, I have to applaud him for the way he handled it. And I think he handled it the best way that he needed to handle it. Yeah. You know, and, so. and, you know, kind of speaking about all that, <clears throat> it kind of reminds me. So before when nobody knew that Chadwick was sick, there was a picture oh, yeah. that was released of him where he had, um, it looks like he had lost a lot of weight. And, you know, people were making fun of him. Like, you Not know, just making fun. They yeah, said like, some terrible things. Yeah, I mean, things. like, like yeah. they were going in. He was the subject of some memes. 
So, you know, that being said, like, the public, they love you till they hate you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they can be very cruel. So, you know, I can definitely see, kind of like you said, um, if I start to feel a certain way or, you know, I'm, I'm deteriorating in, like, ability or mentally, you know, I, I'll probably withdraw myself, too, because, you know, I mean, it, it's just so crazy that, and, you know, we talked about Black Panther, just what a, you know, what a highlight for African-Americans that movie was. And Chadwick was almost like he was Black Panther in the movie, but he was damn near a superhero in yeah. real life. Yeah. But just for that image of him, just because of that picture come out to, you know, people want to make fun of him, torment the picture. And then when he passed, everyone's like, oh, like, you know, we didn't know. We're sorry. And, you know, it's just one of those things where, okay, okay like, if I'm going through something, I don't want, you know, that to be my legacy of, you know, looking a certain way or acting a certain way and, and being, you know, trending news for that reason. I know when when it came across the screen that he passed. I remember what I was doing. I remember where I was. And I just remember my mouth just dropping open. And I was like, wow, I can't believe this, you know. And then I said, okay, that explains it. And I wonder how many people probably said the same thing. Yeah. Okay, that explains it. Because I remember he did a movie, uh, 21 Bridges. Leonard gave it a big uh, uh, thumbs, thumbs down. down. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. Chad, Chad I mean, we, we still love you. Yeah, but... but um, but you know he tried to he tried to he tried to make that movie work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, did, did yeah. you see it? I saw. I went to the movies to see. Well, what What do you think? But but I just remember the reason I brought it up not to do my review of the movie like he just did. But anyway, um, um, there, I just remember when he showed up on the screen for the first time, and I was like, wow, he looks yeah. different. You know, and because that was like after um, Black Panther had come out, and I was like, well, he doesn't even look like the same guy that was in Black Panther, you know, and because he had gotten so thin, you know, and and I think it was hard because that movie wasn't a happy movie. It wasn't. It was more of a a sad movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, not a sad movie, but it definitely wasn't. There was a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, like it it wasn't wasn't a a pick me up type movie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he, you know, but even still. You know, you watch him work even through Ma Rainey's, um, um, the Ma Rainey uh, movie and he gave it a hundred percent and he, he worked his butt off up until that point. I mean, he was even nominated for awards for that movie. And, but you know, the same thing with this guy Ablo, the, you know, the people, you know, apparently a lot of them had no idea he was sick like that. And, um, um, the the people just said, hey, you know, he was he was uh, a great um, fashion. Um, he was great in the fashion world, and a lot of people really, um, in, you know, really said a lot of great things about him. Because I, I was watching TV today and yesterday, and a lot of people had a lot to say about him. You know, yeah. so so I just want to do a, a PSA: Black men, go get your screenings, go get your tests. Yeah, you know, and and I mean, it's a shame what's happened, but to be honest, like there, there are a couple of tests I need to sign up for days. So you know, I'm about to sign up for mine. Yeah, too. well, you know, like I, I, I don't know if you guys, um, I said this before about Leonard and I, or or <laughs> different ages. Leonard's about 25, and I'm 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm 61. But anyway, um, so, and we're from two different ends of the spectrum, you know, but he's right. Um, Men have always had the uh, stigma in reference to not wanting to go to the doctors and, and that type of thing. And, you know, and we need to we need to find out the things that are wrong with us and so forth. You heard me mention earlier that I was in the hospital uh, in February in 2020. And I just remember sitting there, you know, after finding out I had blood clot in my lung. Um, I just recently talked to a friend of mine's sister and I was asking her how he was doing. And she said, oh, you didn't hear? I said, what? And she said he died. He died uh, a few months ago, and I was like, "No, I didn't know anything about that." I said, "From COVID, of course, that's the first thing that comes out yeah. of your mouth." And they said, "No, he had blood clots in his lung." Now, I've had this twice in five years, and fortunately enough, I listened to my body. I knew something was wrong, and I went to the hospital, and they were able to treat it. She told me that he, you know, he was complaining in silence for a long time that something was wrong, but he never went to the doctor and he oh, never wow. went to the hospital yeah. until it was too late. When he went to the hospital, he stopped breathing while he was in the hospital and they couldn't revive him. So, you know, this is, you know, we definitely, the, the PSA is definitely real, y'all. We need to, and that's not just men either. I'm going to say yeah. women too, because women already have a bunch of things that they have to already keep you know check on but these days right now with everything that's going on out here um and especially in this world we need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves people so please get the screenings please get your tests and make sure that you know the appointments that you do have on the books that you go to you know Mm -hmm. so let's do that so I, I think one of the last things we're going to talk about we can just skim over it real quick but um so there was an article talking about how uganda basically got is about to get scammed out of their airport you know so of course you know china has been swooping in on a lot of africa and lending money and you know flashing green and they said as part of a a loan repayment the uganda airport was tied into it and unfortunately uganda i guess has failed or looks like it's going to fail in um you know repaying that loan so they may lose their airport to china so, of course, you know, when I looked at the comments of the article, everyone was like, we knew this would happen. Like, how could they, you know, not pay back that loan? How could they, you know, fall for that? But, you know, over the years, and I mean, of course, um, Akon, you know, of course, you know, he's been doing a great job right. developing a lot of uh, Africa for water, power, cable, and, you know, just technology. But there are a lot of places where, you know, other countries have um, profited off of Africa and are now taking advantage of, you know, one-sided deals or deals that they may they know could not have been repaid. You know, so what, what do you think about, you know, these countries kind of coming in and profiting off of Africa and maybe even robbing Africa at the same time? Well, I mean, Africa is the largest continent, right? It is, and the one with the most yeah. resources. And the one with the most resources, that is correct. So I could see a place like China doing something like that because China is ruthless. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, I mean, they, they kind of hold the whole world, you know, hostage with all the stuff that they have going on there in China. 
um, especially when it comes to, you know, technology and all this other stuff that they have going on. So we have to make sure that we stay up on everything. And even with people in Africa, you know, to allow them to come in and do that deal and rough you off like that, you know, that's like coming into your neighborhood and, and saying, hey, that's mine. Right. <laughs> you know, and you and you say, no, it's not. And then they show you a piece of paper saying, uh, yes, it is, you know, and and they take it from you. You know, what does China need with the Uganda, with the Uganda airport? But we're going to find, yeah, I guess we're yeah, going right, to find right, out, right? right. right. Well, so, <laughs> yeah. so, so, uh, so any minute, there got to be some plane fulls of people coming in, go. setting up shop. Yep. And, you know, to be honest, just like they do in the hood, I mean, I, I don't know what the Chinese store comparison to Uganda is, mm -hmm. you know, check cash. I mean, you know, it's just like the liquor store, you know, all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing, but that's folk. We got to stay awake. We got to stay woke at all times and paying attention to what's going on around us and how people come in and they're able to do these things because we're not paying attention right. to what's going on. Or the money confuses us. Flashing money like, okay. Well, you, you know, so I don't know allegedly how much corruption or non-corruption there is in, in Uganda, but, you know, I can just imagine one, uh, let's say one presidency mm -hmm. to receive money and terms. And when they're out of office, that money may not transfer over. Yeah, that's you true. Know, so, like, true. you know, some of those agreements. Well, I know Africa payback. has a lot of of discord when it comes to government and everything. So, you know, what might be working in one part of Africa may not be working in right. the other part of Africa. And all all it takes is a smart person or a smart group of people to go over and, and talk to the right people. And that's it. You know, and that uh, apparently that's what's happened. You know, um, it's 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 a shame. Um, but I guess we're going to hear more about that story. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, you are listening to um, News and Trends with Dave and Len. Um, I guess we're going to um, be wrapping up in a few minutes, but I uh, just wanted to say congratulations to my partner here. He um, he was fortunate enough to have a story written about him in Out and About um, magazine, um, which is a magazine here in Delaware that um, has, you know, talks everything Delaware and everything. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you guys will get a chance to see, but it's all about black businesses and, and um, you know, entrepreneurship and, and so forth and how well um, Mr. Young has done with his, his business and everything. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what they talked to you about? Yeah, so basically, um, of course, my name is Leonard Young, and uh, my business is National Black Guide, and it's really focused on promoting black businesses, black news, black events. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at National Black Guide and then nationalblackguide.com. And basically the article is just recognizing the need for supporting black businesses in this day and time. So um, it, it was a great article. If you want to check it out, you can go to I think it's out and about or maybe out and about Delaware.com. Okay, out and about. And, okay. you know, you can check it out. And that kind of reminds me, how how did uh, the Black Friday party go? 
Oh, okay. And you'll notice how he just took the 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 whole thing off himself and he put him put him in my area. Well, you know? I mean, I, you know, I know, I, I know, I know, time I know. Now. We did very well with the Black uh, Friday okay. party, and it turned out to be um, a, a very good time. Um, actually, we had quite a few people to come out, and everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. We had dancing, we had music, and um, shout out to DJ Tim Dog um, who provided the music and um, DJ Ice. And everybody and two clubs. I wanted to shout them out as well. So we had a great, uh, we had a great time that night and actually looking forward to, um, the next event that we are looking to do. So you'll be hearing about that soon. So, um, and we'll be, we will be advertising on Delaware Black and, and all of the, uh, um, and National Black Guide, you know, we always like, I always like to use, matter of fact, there was a, in Leonard's article, I made sure I got my two cents in on yeah, that article. Two cents. <laughs> and, two cents, you know, <laughs> but we tried to make sure that, um, you know, Leonard has, um, a lot of people that follow his, his, um, his, um, online, um, his online sites and everything. So, we always try to make sure that anything that I need to advertise or whatever, he's always gracious to put that information on for me. So I really appreciate that. Good. I appreciate Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, everybody just wrapping up, you are listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Make sure you follow us here on Podbean or whatever platform you are on. Um, check out our Facebook page, which is uh, News and Trends with Dave and Lynn on Facebook. And then, you know, make sure you like, share. And if you have any questions, hit us up in the chat, and we will be with you next time. Dave, you have any final words? Um, No. Um, actually, just want to say, everyone, stay healthy. Please be aware of what's going on out here in the world. There's a lot of craziness going on out here, so please uh, be 